Welcome to the I Am Salt Lake podcast. Today on episode 462, we are joined by Brandy Chenoweth, the human behind Dog Friendly SLC. After moving to Salt Lake City with her golden retriever puppy, Scout, Brandy began her quest of finding dog-friendly spots within the metro area. Realizing that there was no reliable source for that type of information, she launched Dog Friendly SLC on Instagram, and now it's actually a full-blown website with resources for all of your puppy needs. And even a calendar. And a calendar! We talk about that in this episode, though. Who doesn't want a calendar? Hey, before we get into that conversation, though, let's introduce ourselves. We're the hosts of the show. My name is Chris Hollifield. And I'm his gal pal, Chrissy. Hey, how you doing, Chrissy? <laughs> Good. Hey, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, you might be asking yourself, what am I in for? What is this podcast all about? This podcast is all about showcasing the awesome people here in Salt Lake City because we have awesome people here. We like to talk to business owners, authors, tattoo artists, restaurant owners, breweries, distilleries, food truck owners really anyone that might have a cool story to share. I did want to point out though, I haven't heard anybody talk about these new images that you're making for the podcast, Chrissy. No one's complained yet. Well, so <laughs> I, I think it's because they're beautiful. I think, I, no, I'm really loving the direction that you're taking each week's episode art. Thanks. Um, it's, you know, with us being stuck at home so much more this year, it's like I'm using it as my creative outlet. That's good though. So it's like, you know, I'm just going to get it out some way or another it's been really fun yeah so go check it out iamsaltlake.com if you want to check out the like it's like the most recent three episodes is kind of the most recent direction that you've gone with yeah, the fonts yeah. and the you, you go can look at you, it. you can go check it out and you can see all of my um phases it's really exciting <laughs> well hey i know we're gonna talk about dogs and I know you guys know I could talk about dogs all the time, and I could also talk about coffee all the time. Two of my favorite things, dogs and coffee. And you know where you can get those? Hugo Coffee Roasters. Well, you can't get dogs there. However, you can buy coffee and support rescue dogs. Hugo Coffee is a craft coffee roastery, and they're based right out of Park City, Utah. What's really cool is that their head roaster, John, he selects the highest quality beans with a rich flavor profile for a wide range of roasts from light to dark and even an espresso roast. Their website, it's really easy, it's just hugo.coffee, super easy to remember. Go check it out, go check out all the different coffee that they have available. We created a special promo code just for I Am Salt Lake podcast listeners and their friends. If you use the promo code podcast when you're at checkout, what happens here is you get a super awesome deal of buy one bag, get the second bag 50% off with free shipping. That is bonkers ridiculous. Buy one bag, get the second bag 50% off free shipping. Time for a present for your friend? Send them a bag. Again, the website is hugo.coffee, and you have to check out all of their blends, you guys. They are so good, and they're adorably named. There's the Black Paw French Roast, the Bonafido Dark Roast, the Rollover Breakfast Blend, Dog Days Cold Brew, or maybe even the Howler Espresso. Remember, you can use the promo code PODCAST to get yourself the exclusive buy one, get the second bag 50% off and free shipping for I Am Salt Lake podcast listeners and their friends. All right, here's that conversation that we had with Brandy Chenoweth, the human behind Dog Friendly SLC. 
Such a great conversation. I really enjoyed chatting with this one, Chrissy. Me too. Yeah. So anyways, enjoy the conversation and here we go. Basically, I want to start right with you, Brandy. I want to find out why Dog Friendly SLC started, the story of how it started, just kind of the beginning of the whole idea, if you don't mind sharing that with the listeners. Yeah, definitely. So I moved to Salt Lake in 2017. I moved here from Atlanta, actually, um, but I'm from Boise. So for me, this was this was closer to home. And uh, once I moved here, I was pretty excited to get a dog for the first time. Well, not for the first time, for the first time on my own, I should say. And uh, naturally, like every crazy dog lady, I literally want to take my dog everywhere, uh, which is normal. Right. Um, but I was having a hard time, like finding accurate information. Like I would go with my friends on a hike and we would be like, Oh, we should grab brunch afterwards. And we do like a quick Google search and we'd find places, you know, that said they were dog friendly or somebody said they were dog friendly and it turns out they weren't actually dog friendly. So, um, that was pretty frustrating for me because Boise is really dog friendly. And, uh, you guys know, probably a lot of West coast cities are. So, um, I was kind of like, dude, what the heck is going on in Salt Lake city? And so then, I don't know, I just kind of made it my mission to like figure that out. And I was like, well, if I'm wondering this, other people probably are too. Right. So, I was like, you know, we'll just start on a certain Instagram, which is weird, but I was like, let's do it and see if other people need this information too. And then the Instagram kind of grew, turned into a website and now it's like a thing. So that's kind of where it started and kind of where it's going. That is so cool. So uh, it's like they say, uh, necessity is the mother of invention. Yes. It's it's (laughs) great that you needed it because now we have it. Thank you. Yeah, right. I know. Where was I three years ago when I moved here? So Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Have you good. noticed is Salt Lake City more dog friendly between 20? You said 2017 is when you moved here to yeah. now. Has it become more dog friendly, do you think? Oh, gosh, I don't I don't think so. I mean, slightly. I will say we've seen more restaurants in the past three years become dog friendly. It's quite a process to become a dog friendly restaurant uh, in Salt Lake City. So we've definitely seen more restaurants. But other than that, I would say it's about the same and definitely less dog friendly than our neighboring West Coast cities, you know, Boise, Denver, Phoenix, Vegas, even. Interesting. Interesting. I just I find that interesting because, I mean, I've always thought Salt Lake City was dog friendly, but. Yeah, but I mean, uh, where I, else have we really lived? I, I as guess adults? we're not taking our dog everywhere with us. Yeah, uh, our dog's too scared. Our dog is too scared to go in public. Yeah, the poor little thing. She's so cute. Yeah, she's just like a little uh, Chihuahua type dog. Just a, not. Oh. She, she's not Scout. Scout's a what a golden retriever. Is that what kind of dog Scout is? Right. Yes, Scout is a golden retriever. He loves everyone. He also thinks he's a celebrity, so he thinks everyone loves him, which is not always the case. So to be fair, when you when you put the camera down on him, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's him. I, I kind of had like a fangirl moment because we were looking at your website. So he kind of is a celebrity. I'm impressed that he's laying here. Scout is not. He loves everyone else except me because I think he sees me too much. And so you, your mom, you know, exactly. You're, so for you're me, there. he's like, eh. Yeah, you're whatever. You're totally. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm curious about this dog friendly city part. I don't know why I'm curious. I'm, I'm oh, curious what it. would make what What do you think would make Salt Lake City more dog friendly, in your opinion? Like what mm-hmm. would make you're, you're saying like Boise's more dog friendly? Like what what's what's the difference? I, I'm just curious because I would love to make it better if that's possible. I just don't know if that's possible. 
Yeah, you and me both. Um, I think Salt Lake just has a lot more regulations surrounding dogs. Um, like I kind of briefly mentioned earlier, like they're, um, you know, I, I'm not in the restaurant business and nor do I plan to be, but from everything I've read about becoming a dog-friendly restaurant, there's pretty strict, stringent rules um, about how businesses have to go about that. And some businesses have even told me it's just honestly not worth our time. So I think that is a big reason why people aren't allowing dogs um, in a lot of restaurants specifically. I think also the watershed rules here are different than most cities. When I moved here, I had never even, I mean, I'd heard of a watershed, but it never even occurred to me to check if my dog was allowed to go in a watershed. Hmm. And so it, it's just like, it seems like there's a lot more regulation here. And uh, I mean, we could probably argue all day whether those regulations are too strict or too loose. And there's going to be people on both sides of the field. But I think that's what it ultimately comes down to as to kind of why we're at where we're at. Interesting. Yeah. I like that, though. Yeah, I mean, I that's uh, again, as uh pet owners, a dog owner that doesn't take their dog out. We don't really keep up on all that. So we're not really, I, I've always been curious. I'm like, well, what more can we do? Cause you know, I see bars that do. And so it's like, it seems oh, like there, there is a lot of places that this, allow. What's pets. the bar that there was one bar that we went to, they have a bar dog and I want to go there all the time. Like, why doesn't everybody let dogs in? That would bring more people guys. And right. <laughs> I know. So well, cute. I think some people are or maybe turned off by that. But you know what? I, oh. That's where I'm of the opinion that it should be the business owner's choice, you know, if they're dog yeah, friendly. Absolutely. And, and certainly absolutely. some of them obviously feel the need to go through with kind of this process to become dog friendly. And and if they don't want dogs, that's fine too. So we just yeah. need to know. But it's a little bit more governmental regulated in Utah. So the, the business owners don't have quite as much of a say. It sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a very like stringent process. Like they have to have mm-hmm. a separate outside entrance. You know, you can't take your dog through a restaurant of any sort. What else? They have to like clean the patio super frequently. Technically, you're not even allowed to give your dog treats on a patio. Like they can't have any food, which I can kind of see, but they can't even have dog treats, which seems a little strict in my personal opinion, because if you want dogs to behave, a good way to do that is to give them food. And it's um, not like you're going to litter with dog treats because some of the, they're all going to get eaten. Exactly. I know. Free <laughs> vacuum, you guys. Makes cleaning a lot easier. It's free dishwashing. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, I, I was going to go way too far, but I'm going to not take us off, to, off, off track <laughs> with, okay. my, with my wild ideas. Got to wheel her in here. Reel me in, reel me in. <laughs> so, what kind of resources could our listeners? expect. Let's go through some of this stuff on the website because your website is full of all kinds of cool stuff. And I'm, I'm kind of curious about some of it. These, these three main resources that are on the uh, front page of the website, at least right now you have dog friendly Christmas tree farms, rainy day guide, and then holiday gifts. So what's the dog friendly Christmas tree farms? Is this just like a list of uh, places to uh, get a Christmas tree, but take your dog? I mean, like I said, I'm a crazy dog parent. And so I think a dog is an extension of your family. So that's the thing I find that people want to know from us. Like they want to know where they can take their dog, which is, you know, pretty general. Right. But they also want to know like specific things they can take their dog. They want to know where they can take their dog to get a Christmas tree and where they can take their dog to get a pumpkin. And that's clearly more about us as dog owners than it probably is about the dog. But you got to do it for the gram, you know, got to get the pics. It's like, it's like having a kid. It, well, it totally is. I mean, you probably have like the same dopamine reaction when you do that with your pet that you do 
with a kid. I mean, it gives you the same amount of joy. So you should be able to do it. Exactly. Dogs are just as cute with pumpkins as kids are. So totally. uh, So is it hard to keep up on the seasonal postings to to like every season have to find where people want to go that time of year and then make a list for it and do all that work? um, No, not necessarily. I mean, this is kind of the first year that I've tackled that. Um, And thankfully, we're kind of at the point now where a lot of people help clue us in on resources. So it's kind of become like a little community melting pot of things that people are sending me to, um, which is nice because it definitely takes some time to sit down and do the research and figure out where dogs are allowed. And some days it takes just a straight up day on the phone. But, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, when it all comes down to it, it comes together pretty quickly and uh, it has been pretty popular, thankfully. Well, it's neat because the fact that you can actually get feedback from your community means that the resources you have are ones that people are really enjoying. So it's not just like a list you pulled from Google. Definitely. It seems like it'd be a really worthwhile list. Well, and it tells me too that, you know, the things that people are asking me about, that tells me where we need to go too. You know, it's like, this year, people were asking me about apple picking. You know, I, I didn't think about going apple picking with what? Scout. Sorry, but <laughs> I would so, never have thought about that. That would I be know. cool, though. I know. So I missed this season, but after that, I kind of was like, "Oh man, I need to, I need to brush up on my my Utah apple orchards." <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. I wouldn't have ever thought that, but that. But now we know. Now we know where to go to find out. What are just off the top of your head? I mean. What are like a couple of uh, dog parks that you've been to recently that you've been enjoying taking Scout to? Mm. Well, <laughs> I should on the spot this, here, but- putting you on the spot. So I apologize. Oh, this is literally my whole life. People ask yeah. me every single day, all my favorite everything. Um, no, I shouldn't admit this, but most of my favorite dog parks are actually in Park City. Um, and so even though we call ourselves dog friendly SLC, we really extend into Park City to uh, keeping up on theirs, but man, they, there's a reason it's called bark city as a, as a nickname because, uh, they have some awesome dog parks. They have one that has a completely fenced in dog pond, which one, it's already hard to find a place to take your dog to swim in general, but two, as you're training your dog to be able to have a completely enclosed environment is huge. Uh, so that one's called Willow Creek. That is definitely one of our favorites. Um, park city also has a 43 acre fenced park with like a two mile to two and a half mile loop called Runamuck Dog Park, also one of our huge favorites because it's that kind sounds... of like a hike, but like kind of like a dog park. So um, that's huge. 48 acres. Yeah. 43. Wow. It's, it's insane. 43, 43. But I, you could still lose your dog there. There's no doubt about right. that. But it's <laughs> definitely sure. a good graduation step from like a traditional dog park to like letting your dog run free in Mill Creek Canyon. All I envisioned while you were describing it was like, oh, that sounds like the farm that all of our dogs went to when we were kids. <laughs> they went to the big farm where they could run around all day. Exactly. It's dogs deserve, dogs it deserve real. 40 acres too. <laughs> all right. We're going to take just a couple of minutes and tell you about one of our awesome sponsors, ARC Insurance. Health insurance open enrollment is going on right now, and it only lasts for a few weeks. And there are five great reasons why you should be using a health insurance broker like ARC Insurance. Number one, you're going to get expert advice. ARC agents can match you with the best plan for your needs. Number two, there's no additional cost. Fees to use a broker are paid by the health insurance carriers and not you. 
And a third reason is that you will save time. It can take hours to do this on your own. Let ARC help. Reason number four, you will save money. ARC will help you find a plan with the lowest possible cost with the best coverage. And five, get the best health care. Having the best health insurance means you get better access to care. To make an appointment today, visit arcutah.com. That's A-R-K-Utah.com. Or call 801-901-7800. So that's cool. So those two dog parks up in Park City, those sound pretty cool. Yeah. You can take yeah. our Karen up there. Plus, like, who cares? We're, we're all the same. We're, we're Utah. Yeah. but Exactly. Uh, what's been like the most rewarding thing for you with doing this blog and, and doing all this dog friendly uh, kind of showcasing Salt Lake, you know, for the dog friendly? What's been the most rewarding thing for you by doing this? just knowing that we're there as a community resource because knowing the frustration that I went through three years ago trying to find these types of things, um, it really brings me a lot of satisfaction and joy to go find these types of things. And also knowing that we've kind of built this little like dog community. Now, pre-2020 life, (laughs) you know, we were having dog meetups and we've met so many friends, you know, we would have events, things like that. And, uh, it's been fun to kind of start to get to know dogs eventually, you know, three times later meeting them, learning the human's name. Uh, it's, it's been, it's been fun. And, you know, it's, it's a good way for Scout and I to bond too. Scout thinks his life is really hard. And so if we don't go somewhere one day, he just thinks that it, his life is, is the worst. So I've created a monster in, in that sense, but uh, overall, I think it's been a fun, rewarding community. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, that is the, that is the flip side. Once your dogs know that, well, like how much fun is out there, you got to keep playing, man. Oh, exactly. He sits and cries by the front door and is like, are we doing something today or, or not? And I'm like, some dogs just stay home for eight hours, but that's not not acceptable <laughs> in his in his world. <laughs> where do you I mean, where do you want to take all this? Where do you see like it going in five years uh, for you? Yeah, I think that obviously when I first started this, it was kind of more about the the where, you know, is figuring out all the places that were dog friendly. And while some new ones crop up each year, we've done this for two years now, you know, we still find a, a few new things. I think more now it, it's about kind of the why and the how. We talked about that a little bit earlier, you know, like how can we make Salt Lake City dog friendly or more dog friendly? Um, you know, specifically when we talk about restaurant regulations, well, you know, those were put in place, I think, in 2012, you know, are they still applicable now? Should we talk about revising them? Um, so I think that is kind of what I've moved into tackling a little bit more. Um, obviously, we still want to grow our community. I've started focusing a lot more on dog-friendly events, um, which in 2020, we haven't been able to do, but as much of, I should say, but we did sneak in a couple socially distanced things. We did like a learn to sup with your pup, you know, a stand up paddleboard class four times this summer. So just kind of like creating those opportunities for people to do things in Salt Lake, get out in Salt Lake and bond with their dog uh, is kind of where I see this going in the future. Very cool. That sounds really, so that's a lot of work. Yeah. You're, so you're, you're actually get, trying to get involved in even making changes. I don't, I'm not political. I don't know the words, but is it like, would you say in legislation? Yeah. It's like city ordinances mostly. Yeah. So so you're really getting involved with, with trying to make progress within even the government convincing them that that's like really, it seems like it could get frustrating. 
I'm sure it could. We're not that far down the road, but I think Mm -hmm. I've kind of put myself in this position almost as like a dog expert in this area, which is a weird thing to be or say. But I also, I think people who know me or people who follow me regularly will know that I'm really a big advocate too of like, we have to be good stewards of like what we've been given because there's no doubt that like dogs are a polarizing thing, right? Like I kind of feel that way about kids, but like (laughs) people feel like that about dogs a lot. And I think that instead of getting in these kind of like heated debates about what we want and what we have, you know, it's like, we're kind of in this position where we almost have to like prove that we can be good stewards of what we've been given in order to get more. And so like, that's kind of the message that I always try to push with people is that, you know, we have to kind of respect the things we've been given. We have to bring all the people to the table and see like what's best for us as a community. Like, of course I want to bring Scout everywhere, but like that might not make sense. And I'm okay with that too. And that's really, really cool that you can appreciate and respect that other people might have, might have like allergies so they need to go to a restaurant where dogs aren't allowed Uh, you know i think it's especially in kind of today's world it's very uncommon for someone to to sit down and be able to see two sides of a situation that is divisive like not even kidding even if it's about dogs and so it's really neat to see that you have the foresight while you're going forward with this to just like be respectful of all humans involved even though you love dogs, you want to give dogs what they want too, but you're not trying to have it at the expense of other people. Definitely. Which is really, really neat. Because I think that that rarely happens when people are advocating. Which is a little sad, but it, I mean, the fact of the matter is that like none of us can be an expert in everything. And so, you know, yeah. even conversations I've had with restaurant owners, you know, I'm kind of like, man, I just don't understand the specific rule. And And they bring kind of like the hospitality side of it. And they're like, oh, well, like we think this is probably why that exists. And we actually appreciate that. And I was like, I hear I was just looking at it as a a burden. And and they're like, oh, we we actually like it that way. So it definitely takes, you know, all kinds of kinds, even though I'm like golden retrievers everywhere. (laughs) and, and, And it's just neat that you guys can have that conversation, too, and walk away part ways and be like, totally cool. I get it. Thank you for talking with me about it, you know? It's, yeah. it's not something that we see very often. Well, thank you. It's because you're a dog person. Dog people are pretty cool. <laughs> we're not going to get anywhere if we don't bring a variety of opinions to the table. Like, we're just Absolutely. Not. Everyone needs a seat at the table. I, I want to find out a little bit about this dog friendly calendar that you made. Like, did you decide to put this together completely yourself? Is that kind of what it was, what it's all about? Just took yes. random pictures of dogs in Salt Lake. Tell us a little bit about it. So this is like a huge undertaking. One of the biggest I've taken so far with Dog Friendly SLC. Obviously, I kind of, you know, we have a lot of resources on our website and I have a wealth of knowledge just like stuck in my brain of of things you can do with your dog. And um, I get asked, I get a lot of messages about what people can do, what, where they can take their dog, things like that, obviously. Um, And I just thought, what about, well, so where this idea really came from, I got to give credit where credit's due. So TF Brewing, I love them. They're super dog friendly. Um, they last year put out a Dogs of TF Brewing calendar and it, it was a fundraiser. They did it, you know, cute pictures of the dogs at the brewery. It was super fun. And I decided that that was going to be like my dog calendar. And so like I wrote events on there because sometimes like, even though I have an events page on my website, like sometimes I just need like a very wide picture of like, everything that's going on. Like August is a really dog friendly, busy month. September is a really dog friendly, busy month. 
And so I started writing the dog-friendly events just as I found out about them on there. So that especially as we were planning our events, we could kind of plan around that. And uh, I don't know, maybe like six weeks ago, I was like, why is this not a thing? Why don't we have a dog-friendly calendar? And so I reached out to our Instagram following and I was like, hey, do any of you want your dog to be in a calendar? And if so, send me a picture. And we had over a hundred people submit photos of their dogs. And yeah, I know. Right. It's so crazy. Um, and then I started just pulling like funny things. I'm like, gosh, what would I want to know? So I reached out to lots of the places that are known for having like every single year dog friendly events. So Yappy Hour, the Galvan events team was kind enough to give me those dates. Of course, all of this with the disclaimer that like, who knows what 2021 is like. Right. (laughs) I was like, I promise I'm going to put a disclaimer in there. Um, (laughs) I get it. Yeah, Wheeler Farm always has a couple of dog-friendly events that sell out every single year. And so not only do we have like their event dates, but we actually have the event registration dates on the calendars because people are always asking me like, oh, I didn't know, I didn't see it. So I just wanted it to be kind of a resource for that. We also added funny dog holidays because it seems like every other week, right, is like National Dog Day or National Puppy Day or National Pitbull Day. It's like there's so many dog holidays. So we put all those on the calendar. There's not even any human holidays. Like New Year's, who cares? I hope you know what oh it gosh. is because it's not my calendar. <laughs> I need that calendar. Uh, I need uh, it. I want that uh, in my stocking uh, oh, on Christmas. Okay. I mean, it's available. <laughs> I mean, anybody, I, you can buy it right here on the website, dogfriendlyslc.com. Oh my gosh. I love that. You put the just the dog holidays on it. That is what so is- clever. Well, I don't want to be polarizing, right? There's lots of holidays out there, but all we care about is the dog ones. Um, hey, and then we just no covered in some like, seasonal way. tips, right? Like those things we talked about, the pumpkin patches, uh, like visiting the lavender farm in Mona, the Young Living Lavender Farm. You can take your dog to that. Or in the summer, Snow Basin will let you take your dog up the gondola. You know, it's just like little tips like that that I've kind of collected through this venture that it's just nice to have on a wall and be like, Oh yeah, I forgot that we could do that. So it's been a really fun thing to put together. It's been a big endeavor, but I'm excited. I am actually picking up the prints uh, here in the next couple of days. That's so cool. I'm so excited. I, I guess I know what I'm getting you for Christmas now. Yes, Chrissy. you do. <laughs> and so does everyone who's listening. Awesome. <laughs> All right. We're going to take just a minute of your time and tell you about one of our awesome sponsors. UtahMarijuana.org. They are your number one spot for all things medical marijuana, medical cannabis, CBD, and THC. Shout out to Tim Pickett. I don't know if you guys remember him from back on episode 420. That's the first time that Chrissy and I found out about UtahMarijuana.org. Now they're a sponsor. UtahMarijuana.org's team of medical cannabis experts. They make getting your medical card super easy from the first office visit to navigating the state card application and beyond. And we know they have over 20 compassionate and highly skilled qualified medical providers ready to help everyone find relief who needs help. I know this firsthand because this last week I actually just went and I got my medical card. And, you know, I've been avoiding it for a long time. I have some PTSD that's affected us. And it was just so incredible. They they were so knowledgeable. They didn't make me feel stupid because I really don't know that much. And I had a lot of basic questions. 
and they made sure to spend time with me, get to know me, make sure that there were no questions left unanswered and everything was legal and complete by the time I left. It was insane. I loved it. You can't stop talking about it. I really can't. I mean, I kind of want to go hang out there because everyone there is so wonderful. And what's really cool right now is that they're offering an exclusive discount to the listeners of this podcast, to I Am Salt Lake podcast listeners. There is a code GREEN25. If you use this, you're going to get $25 off your first visit. You're getting your medical card. You're supporting this podcast. And if you're in the West Valley City area... Check it out. They have a location there now as well. It's 3615 West, 1987 South, Building 8. So depending on where you live in the Valley, there's a location for you. Go check it out. UtahMarijuana.org. Isn't it time that you took control of your own health? What would you tell somebody that's listening to the podcast right now? Let's say they have a dog and they're moving to Salt Lake City. Is there anything you would tell them? Like a piece of a piece of advice or a word of wisdom, I mean, anything? Yeah. Uh, one thing I find a lot of Salt Lake dog owners don't know, uh, even ones who either already have a dog here or who adopted a dog and already live here, is that you actually have to register your dog. You have to get a dog license um, with almost every city, county, and municipality in the area. So um, that's a big thing that people miss. There's a lot of benefits to that. Um, you know, for instance, Salt Lake County Animal Services will guarantee that if your dog is is licensed with the city that if they find it injured and it needs, you know, life-saving medical care, like they guarantee that, that they will get that care for your dog. And obviously lots of reunification. You also need it to get on a lot of uh, patios. It's, it's one of the requirements to, to go to the restaurants. Um, so I'd say licensing is super important. Make sure your dog has a city license tag. And if you need a list or links or anything of those, it's on our resources page. And then I would also encourage people to, to read up on kind of like watershed rules. Again, that's a big thing that I just had. I didn't even know that I should look that up, you know, when I moved to Salt Lake and had a dog. There's Can I just ask a question about that? Of course. Okay. Because I know you said it and I was like, okay, I kind of think I know what that is. But to be perfectly honest, I this is all new information to me that you have to license your dog and watershed. So like, can you kind of give me a dummy breakdown version of if I wanted to license Karen, that's our dog yeah, and take her with me everywhere. What would I, what, I mean, you know, the how would I research page? watershed stuff? Like, what is it? I'm just oh, oh the watershed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I know what, right. Well, licensing that that's pretty self-explanatory. You mostly just have to say, is your dog neutered? Uh, right. Or Follow the links. Like that address yeah yeah contact microchip information that's, that's pretty easy um it seems like there are resources for that right i know watersheds i mean that's a pretty common thing it's like obviously salt lake derives a lot of its drinking water from snow that melts in the mountains and that's these watersheds are where that water comes down through the mountains specifically um oh, they're like water towers well i'm just, from the midwest but not you know you know I, they hold water now right, i know what it is right well it's like <laughs> no, really i really water, don't know anything <laughs> our mountain water coming down for the drinking and there's definitely a lot of opinions about watersheds too and the watersheds exist everywhere not just utah and for some reason it's very they're very protective of them here so it's one of those things that they just don't want watershed water contaminated i mean even humans contaminated. that makes in, sense in watershed areas which i appreciate Right. You know, thank yeah. you. <laughs> thanks, no, that, everybody. That was a good and question. And thanks for teaching me that, by the way, Brandy. I apologize. I just really wanted to know what that I, and, was. And I'm sure that <laughs> people listen. I mean, I, I was kind of, I kind of had thoughts of what it was, but I wasn't 100% sure. Well, you know. we never want to admit it, but here's the deal. 
I genuinely don't care if I like I'll be stupid because then if I'm stupid, you can tell me the answer and then I'll be less stupid. So thank you. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of people who had that question too. But yeah, it's about protecting our drinking water. Long story short, that's okay. what it is. And well, then uh, I'm kind of on board. Exactly. That's so what it's you just got to you know? be careful of where you take your dog because there are definitely canyons. Right. The Cottonwood Canyons, for example. <laughs> I have a confession to make. In the three years I've lived in Utah, I have not been up either of the Cottonwood Canyons. I can't believe I'm admitting this in a place that people will hear this, but because I, Scout can't go with me. <laughs> I you know, you should really, should really move out of the state and be ashamed because, you know, how dare you? I no, know. look at that, though. That's adorable, though. You're like, you know what? If I can't enjoy it or if you can't enjoy it, I won't either. I know. I need to, though. I need to That's go up. Commendable. But those are the biggest ones. Everyone wants yeah. to go up big at Little Cottonwood Canyon with their dogs, but uh, you can't. And there's also just other random quirks about Utah, like Mill Creek Canyon is a super popular recreating canyon for people with their dogs. But because mountain biking is such a huge thing here, too, and dogs and mountain bikes, they just don't mix super well. Um, you know, kind of the compromise that has been agreed upon is that on the odd days of the month, dogs can go in the canyon off leash. And then on the even days of the month, they have to be on leash so that we can kind of, you know, yield those paths to mountain bikers. And that's a nice compromise. That's great. But it's just one of those things that doesn't always get communicated super well or that people just don't know, because why would you think about that? It's true. But I I have to admit, all I'm imagining now is like, free dogs and bikers just running all together and them chasing the bikers. And it's a pretty good scene in my head. <laughs> right. I don't know that like, mountain I, bikers appreciate it, it quite as much as it is in your oh, head, but uh, oh, they would hate it, but it would be hilarious. Exactly. So tell us a little bit about scout. I mean, I know I brought up that uh, he's a golden retriever and whatnot, but, but tell us, uh, I mean, some of his favorite things. I oh, don't yeah. know. I mean, we get people Where's see all place? these photos where is his favorite place to go oh okay well so scout is three years old now he's a golden retriever which i said before it means he loves everyone scout though also is a little bit not like a golden retriever in a lot of ways he's very stubborn uh he's not that food motivated which was challenging uh i'm more food motivated than scout is um (laughs) And uh, he he's overall like a pretty calm dude. Like he gets excited about people and things. But like if I say like, let's go for a walk, he's not going to like spin circles around my front door. Or if I say let's go somewhere, he's not going to spin circles around my living room. He's just like he's still sleeping even now. Scout. Walk. I was going to say he's he's just chilling there. Yeah. That's awesome. He's also not very cuddly, which Everyone, every golden retriever on the planet is cuddly except mine. So, oh, yeah. My, my, do you just my like problem. force cuddle him? Are you like, you know what? I'm giving you a hug. Absolutely. Take it. That's what I do to my kids. See? <laughs> Come here. I'm giving you a hug. Dogs and kids aren't that unlikely. Um, or that unlike. Un- uh, and, and wait, no, no, no. I know what you're saying. Wait. They're, they're actually very similar. Yes. Is basically what you're, Thank yeah. You, no, Christy, I'm with you. I got you. Yeah, see, we can be friends um, if we can und- understand each other when we're not making sense. So exactly. I am with you. You, I just, I just makes me like you more. You're picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> uh, Scout's favorite thing in the world is frisbee. He loves to chase frisbee anywhere, anytime, 
all the time. That's all he cares about in life is Frisbee. Um, and then, as I mentioned, he's pretty spoiled in the sense that he gets to go a lot of places. And so when we don't go places, he thinks that we are living the most tortured, boring life on the planet. He's just like a little diva. You That's hate so me. cute. <laughs> Mom, why do you hate me so much? Exactly. It's, He's it's like, like you have a t- especially you have if we a don't leave for multiple days. I mean, he is just such a little stinker that he just <laughs> is like so I don't I don't understand. And it's just I created this monster. It's so cute though. What, it's what a cute a, monster. What about you, Brandy? What are some of your other hobbies and interests that you enjoy doing when you're not doing all this dog stuff? Well, dogs are a lot of my hobby because uh, I still enjoy doing this, even though now it's kind of turned into a a little bit bigger than I expected it to. But um, I don't know. I really like exploring Salt Lake. I'm still I still feel like I'm pretty new here. I've got a pretty good handle, I think, on Salt Lake besides, you know, certain canyons. (laughs) But uh, I'm still exploring Utah. I like to go out and I still haven't hit uh, a couple of the parks. So um, getting out and exploring is still high on my list. I also volunteer a lot with Make-A-Wish Utah. That's really important to me. Um, I'm a wish grantor for them. So I work a lot with uh, wish kids and wish families. And uh, yeah, I, that's most of my things in a nutshell, to be honest. Now, did you mention... That's do impressive. You, do you have family here? Do you have any family here? No, just family, no family. I created. Yeah, just dogs. Yeah. <laughs> very, very interesting. And what? so what are your thoughts so far over three years? Like, what was your initial thought? Are and how do you, you know, feel now? And are your thoughts now better than or worse than your initial thoughts? Yeah. Are you ready to run? Or are you ready to stay? I love Salt Lake and I love Utah. So I mentioned earlier, I grew up in Boise, which is not that far away. But what's surprising about that is that I had never really been to Salt Lake before I moved here, which is funny because everyone who lives in Boise is like coming down here for a lot of family ikea lagoon any of those things <laughs> uh, skiing right That's i know amazing. it's so random everyone's like how did you not ever go to salt lake like i came here one time to go to lagoon for a senior skip day a, a lot of years ago um so i'd never really been here before i was like yeah i'll move there that's fine whatever um and now i love it uh salt lake city is like the perfect size city for me i love how close the mountains are. I'm not like a super big, I wouldn't say I'm like a super big outdoorsy person. You know, I'm not into like mountain biking or I'm not going to go climb Mount Timpanogos anytime soon, but I still appreciate them being close because I do like, you know, getting out and being able to walk or paddleboard or things like that. So I don't think they're cool to look at anytime soon. I like that idea. You should stay here with us. Yeah, I love it here. I I am. It is really a cool place. I know. I went to Denver not too long ago and uh, I was like, gosh, the mountains are so far away from here. They're so far away. And here I'm like, I can be to Park City in like 30 minutes. It's one one of the selling points of of Utah, really. Yeah, It's one of the selling points. Speaking of of Salt Lake City and Utah and all that, there's a few uh, questions that we ask everybody that comes through here. So we got to ask you, of course. If uh, family and friends visit you here in, in Salt Lake City, you know, you talk about exploring, but I'm sure you have like certain things that you're like, I like to show this off or I like to give this specific tour. Is there certain like a building or a town, a hike in the mountains that you like to take people when they visit? 
Yeah, definitely. So I really love, well, I, I'm not quite in Salt Lake per se, but I love the Mirror Lake Scenic Byway. I love taking people up there. It's so beautiful. There's so many good hikes up there. And even just going around Mirror Lake, if you're not into hiking. Um, so I take people there a lot. I also, this is very Salt Lake of me, I think, but I am obsessed with Ruth's Diner. I think they have the best patio in all of Salt Lake. It's such a fun little gem. Um, and so I take people to Ruth's Diner like a lot. <laughs> maybe it's for me. Maybe it's for them. Who can say? Hey, doesn't matter. You're both having a good time. Exactly. <laughs> At least that's what I'm going to assume. that's actually another one of our questions we ask people you know favorite local eating spots so you mentioned ruth diners i mean do you have uh ruth's diner do you have like one or two other favorite places that you like to go to oh yes um i love squatters which is also dog friendly um that's probably why i love them so much but i also just love their beer i love like squatters and wasatch because they're you know i like to support local that's kind of just always been a huge thing for me I also really love Blind Dog in Park City. They are dog friendly. And if you've never been there, their patio is like a beach. It is literally sand. Uh, It's a great place to take kids and dogs. Um, They always have like interesting. Their food is amazing. Take your kids, take your dog. It's totally worth the drive. Very cool. Man, that could be fun. If you could change one or two things about Salt Lake City, let's say you had the ability to change something. Is there anything you would change? Of course, I'm going to say it should be more dog friendly. <laughs> I, I would be remiss if I didn't, right? Um, I do wish there were a little less regulation on restaurants that we could take our dogs to. But I don't know. Other than that, I like Salt Lake City how it is. It's it's I like it here. I don't, I don't and, that's a, and that's a good answer. That's what, a that's a good answer. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, we've had people say that what the stuff that makes it a little weird also makes it Salt Lake. Totally. Well, and I grew up in Idaho, right? Like Idaho is not that big of a departure from Utah, let's be honest. That's a fair point. It wasn't like a huge culture shock for you. No. And for some people, I'm sure it is. I mean, when I tell people I moved Mm -hmm. here from Atlanta, they say they're like, oh, my gosh, that must have been such a huge thing for you. But even though I hadn't been here, I grew up in Boise, which is not not that different. Right. I get that. I'm glad I reached out to you. I'm so stoked that you came on the podcast and talked about uh, everything that you got going on, Brandy. I am so, so stoked. I mean, is there anything before we wrap this episode up here? Is there anything that you were hoping we would talk about? I know we kind of just skimmed the surface. I'm going to let people just go check out the website. There's so much stuff on there uh, resource wise. No, I can't think anything... of anything specific. I, um, I'm i excited, too, to be able to finally chat with you guys. I love your podcast, and uh, Aww, it's, been, it's been fun as a newcomer to listen to you guys and kind of find a little bit more about the community. I think some people accuse Salt Lake of not having much culture, and uh, I appreciate that you guys are part of the pocket that's trying to change that because we all have our unique little things, right? So, um, no, I, I just want people to get out there with their dogs. And if you need to know about dog-friendly prices, let us know. We'll send me a message. We'll we'll find you a place. Um, <laughs> but it's been a fun, it's been a fun endeavor. So cool. So cool. That really is neat. Like, thank you for, thanks for creating this resource here. I really appreciate all of the resource creators in our area who are really stepping up. Cause I know it's a lot of work and sometimes it's hard. So <laughs> I just want to say thank maybe, you. maybe this will change this, but thankfully uh, people have been pretty receptive to it. And there's a lot of dog owners in this area and uh, 2020, right? Like people with the, the quarantine puppies are coming out. So um, 
The quarantine. That's like the baby boomers after the Second World War. Oh, it's the quarantine puppies. The quarantine puppies. It's like a thing, right? And now uh, I need one. Thanks. It's just been interesting seeing like if dog owners are just a special breed, like you can market almost anything if you're like your dog can come. Like there is a group of people out there who are like, if my dog can come. I will be there. Um, and I, I'm i part of that group. So uh, if you're that also so part cool. of that group, let me know. <laughs> yeah, man. You found your tribe. Everybody exactly. call Brand. Well, don't call her. Right. Exactly. Like, we'll have a dog happy hour or something. <laughs> so That's cool. so neat. Chrissy has a final question that she's going to ask you. I'm going to let her ask you, Brandy, again, thank you for coming and doing the show. And uh, we'll have to bring you back through, you know, catch up maybe like spring, summer, see what's going on here dog wise in Utah, you know? We would love that. Thank you, Chris. Thanks. Yes. Thank you so much. Okay. My final question is, if you could leave our listeners with a motto or a piece of life advice, what would you tell them? Take your dog. That's it. Oh my gosh. That's perfect. <laughs> I love it. That, okay. I didn't expect that. I'm impressed. Take your dog. Uh, if you can, why not? Many thanks again to Brandy Chenoweth for joining us on this episode of the podcast. All of the links that we mentioned and talked about in this conversation, they can be found on our episode uh, show notes on our website that can be found at IamSaltLake.com slash 462. Go check it out and you can listen to the podcast again right there on the website. And while you're on the website, you can also listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. And if you have a friend that you think would enjoy the show, go ahead and share it with them. And you have a great week. It's going to be beautiful this week. I, maybe a little snow, but get out and enjoy the city. Support local, especially right now with everything going on. And we'll see you next week on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. And good night, Grammy.